This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I'm, of course, your host, Stevie Blaze. I don't have a cool nickname for this yet because, you know, I'm not entirely sure what we're about to watch. <laughs> uh, and, as always, is my co-host, Xavier. Yeah, we're going to watch Gone with the Wind, by the way. We are going to watch Gone with the Wind. And so we're doing this real quick before we actually watch the movie and before we watch the trailer. We're about to watch the trailer. And so I guess quick, quick little thingy. Uh, we are watching this for, and by the way, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We are watching this for Mother's Day. It is my mother and Xavier's grandma's, a grandma. It's her favorite movie. And so we are watching. I have avoided watching this movie for 40 years. And uh, so I've never seen it. And it's her favorite movie. I have my reasons and I've never watched it kind of on purpose. But we are going to watch it for Mother's Day uh, with with uh, with uh, my mother. And uh, but here's the thing. I know of the movie. I know a few things of the movie. I know the two characters are Scarlett O'Hare, Rhett Butler. I know it takes place during the Civil War. And I know that at some point, Rhett Butler tells her, frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. Now, what is the damn he doesn't give? I don't quite know. But I know that he doesn't give one. So I don't know what this movie's going to be about. I'm assuming maybe a love story with, you know, war in the background. I'm not I'm not and sure. Wind. But what we're going to do Okay, you know what? Let's do this first. Before we watch this trailer, what do you think Gone with the Wind is about? Without watching the trailer. And then we'll do the same after watching the trailer. I think it's going to be about wind. Or <laughs> lack thereof, maybe. And how that it's gone. That's why I said lack thereof. Yeah, that's right. It's a good guess. It's uh, wind and now it is gone. It's as good a guess as any. So let us... I will... I'm going to put the trailer up, and we're going to watch it right now. And then we will share what we think this movie is going to be about. And then tomorrow, we're going to watch it. And then we'll talk about our thoughts later. So, right. here is the movie. Well, let's check it out. It's a classic movie. Thank you. 
He looks familiar, kind of. He does not. Gone with the Wind has captured the imagination and acclaim of the entire world. The screen has never known a love story to compare with this, when Rhett Butler meets Scarlett O'Hara. I love you more than I've ever loved any woman. And I've waited longer for you than I've ever waited for any woman. Let me alone! Kiss me once. Can't we ever forget that day at Twelve Oaks? Do you think I could ever forget it? Have you forgotten it? Can you honestly say you don't love me? No, I, I don't love you. It's a lie. Well, even if it is a lie, do you think I'd go off and leave Melanie and the baby? I'm not cornered. You'll never corner me, Red Butler, or frighten me. You've lived in dirt so long, you can't understand anything else. And you're jealous of something you can't understand. Good night. It's not that easy, Scarlett. Turn me out while you chase Ashley Wilkes, while you dreamed of Ashley Wilkes. This is one night you're not turning me out. Wait, what? A love affair you'll remember as long as you live, filled with all the fire and fury of the times in which it happened. Gone with the wind. First picture to win 10 Academy Awards. The most honored, the most talked about motion picture in all film history. Okay. So, uh... That uh, that last scene. No, questions for me. I and I'm not sure if love story is quite the right words for that. What I just saw, it sure looked like Rhett Butler was being very forceful with what he was about to do to Scarlett O'Hare. I mean, those were some very forceful kissing, and I believe he said, "You're gonna forget about him." And picked her up and brought her upstairs to do what? <laughs> I, uh... Humping like rabbits, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, was it consensual? <laughs> I, the 1950s, uh... we'll never know. But, actually, yeah, it was that's pretty messed up. Actually, it came out in 1939, but... Um... In the... And the movie takes I place. I saw in, like fifty or something. Nope. Uh, the, the movie came out in 1939, and it takes place during the Civil War, which you know what, around about what years those is, right? Yeah, eighteen eighty. Want to say sixty-five? Like fifty-five to sixty-five. I'm not sure how long the Civil War went, actually. <laughs> But yeah, so we've got the old-fashioned internet. It was the eight. It was the eighteen hundreds. I think I know Lincoln. That. 
I like. I think Lincoln was assassinated in '65. So I think, and that was, I believe, the end of the uh, after the World or Civil War. It happened from 1861 to 1865, almost exactly four years. Hmm. Gotcha. So yeah, um, it really didn't explain much. I'm still not entirely sure what this movie's about. Um, apparently there's a love story and it won a bunch of awards and, uh, we're about to watch it. Yep. I've uh, avoided this for 40 years and it's about to happen. <sighs> Okie doke. All right. Well, the next time we are on the screen, we hope we'll have watched Gone with the Wind. All right, well, we are now back, and we have officially watched this really, 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 really long movie, <laughs> Gone with the Wind, but we know what it's about now-ish. <laughs> uh, so, before we get into uh, our uh, synopsis or whatever, what did you think of Gone with the Wind, Xavier? Uh, well, it was a really, 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 really strange experience. It was long. Strange experience. It was, um, okay. It was, it was long. It was hard. And it, and for some reason, it just wasn't stimulating in the way that it should have been. I'm not sure I like the descriptions you just gave <laughs> for this movie. Long, hard, and stimulating. It was not. <laughs> No, it wasn't stimulating, though. In fact, I, said, I had to use the bathroom. I said it was line. not. Yes. <laughs> anyways, anyways, though, I'm sorry, but sometimes you'd kind of just have to like look at a movie and wonder why. <laughs> I'm not saying this movie was bad. I will not. I will not judge it in that way. It's not. It's not a bad movie. Um. It it probably was a lot better for its time because, you know, for one thing, you know, movies in, movies in color were not exactly, you know, common back then. In fact, you know, literally the first one to have made been made with color was just made a few months prior, as we mentioned, um, which we should probably do as well for this podcast at some point, probably... Not in the near future, unfortunately, because we're doing other things with that. But, uh, yeah, this is our Mother's Day podcast, and uh, it is a bit of a weird one. This is okay. the longest movie, probably, but not, not by double, because, like, um, I'm pretty sure before this... Titanic was pretty that, long. Oh, yeah, I almost I almost said uh, Star Wars Episode Three, but, yeah, this, Titanic was, like, three hours. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, this now would you say did you like this or Titanic more? Probably Titanic. Yeah. Um yes, so this is kind of like I'm glad I watched it because of the history. I know that this is a very prominent movie in cinema. Um it's it's won a lot of awards. It was uh very prominent for its time. 
It's also my mother's favorite movie, which is why we watched it. This is my mom's favorite movie, and so we watched her favorite movie for Mother's Day. It's a movie I am glad I just saw, and I never want to see again. I, it's, <laughs> and it's it's not that it's bad, and and I'm glad I like I said I'm glad I watched it. It's not a bad movie. I can see why it won the awards. The acting phenomenal. The acting was phenomenal in this movie. Uh, there are scenes in this movie that look like it came straight out of a painting. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful scenes in this movie. Um, it's not... I don't want to watch it again because it's bad. I don't want to watch it again because it's four hours. And quite frankly, this is not my genre of movie. You know, this was mostly a... Lo- if you can call it that, a love story. And if I'm watching a love story, traditionally, uh, it's a comedy. It's a it's a romantic comedy. There's some there's some jokey elements involved. I watched a romantic comedy up with Yamcha, and I liked it, Kakarot. <laughs> and not what only that. To me, man? And not only that, but traditionally, let's be honest, I watch a lot less love stories when I'm single and I'm, I'm, I'm not dating or, you know, seeing anyone. So therefore the desire to watch a love story, even a romantic comedy, now there are some that I, I was like, oh, that looks really funny. And I want to watch it for the comedy aspect, not the love story, but I traditionally don't watch a lot of love stories when I'm single. So uh yeah, this just wasn't my genre. It's also more drama. Um with that being said, it's a very interesting movie. Oh yeah, it's very it's very dramatic. <laughs> it's a, it, this is drama. This is straight up drama. Um Yeah, like I said, it it may not be down my alley, but I will not say that it's a bad movie because like if if we like look at it from its time like what you said 39 1939 um is this 38 or 39 39 39 yeah this this movie is over 80 years old this this movie is almost 90 years old actually it's over Mm -hmm. 90 years old wait no it's 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 not 90 years old yet it's about 80s 80s. i'm having a brain fart with math because i'm i'm not thinking about math i'm thinking about things that are supposed to be gone with the wind, but it's not really, I mean, I guess her sanity kind of has gone with the wind. I guess the war kind of went and gone with the the wind, figuratively speaking. I don't know. I don't, I'm a bit confused with the title of this movie. I don't it's, know either, but it's, I mean. It's a fun name. <laughs> Someone was like, hmm, we need a name for this movie. I, this this is a popular saying with well, youngins nowadays. Was, I well, this say gone with the wind. So yeah. first off, the the name is because this was originally a book. Oh. Um, this was well, a book I'm, first. Well, then I'm talking it, about the people who titled the book, then not the movie. <laughs> probably the author that titled it. Um, but no, this was a this was a book first. It was adapted within like four years of its uh of the book being published. Um, relatively quick 
sort of. If you want, I can give you a little bit differences of the book of the movie because I did look up look it up. Um, but that we'll do that after that. synopsis. We'll do it after the synopsis. Um, but yeah, I I'm not I don't fully understand. I'm guessing "Gone with the Wind" is kind of a popular phrase from back then that just kind of have. But the phrase is probably "Gone with the Wind." Anyways, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, gone, gone with the wind. Ain't nobody look at. So, Gone with the Wind is a movie that the first part of it. This is four hours, and it's an, it's broken up in two parts. There's an intermission and everything. Um, Gone with the Wind is a movie that takes place before, during, and after the Civil War. It takes place mostly in, a lot of it's in Georgia. And uh, you are focused on a southern plantation owner named Scarlett O'Hare, who starts out at 16 at the very beginning, before the war, and then they go off to war. And Scarlett O'Hare is hopelessly in love with um I'm losing his name because he's just not that interesting of a character she's in love with another man who happens to be married to her sister <laughs> or gets married at the beginning of the movie they just announced their engagement um, there's a lot of incest in this movie and it takes place in Ireland which I it's it's a pretty big stereotype Ireland. with them. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what? First, Ireland. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. They're, they're Irish place. people. They're Irish people. They're from so. I- Ireland. Okay. Yeah, I can, yes. But, um, no, this takes place during, uh, in the South. Georgia in the South. Mm-hmm. Um. So... I'm trying to find his name. Ashley Wilkes. That's his name. She's in love with Ashley, who is mar- married to Melanie. I believe that's her name, Melanie. And Scarlett constantly brings up that, oh, I love you. I love you. And he's like, no, this can't happen. I'm marrying your cousin or your sister or whatever. And, uh, he, she's just as obsessed with him. And every time something happens, something major happens, like, um, it seems like she gets upset and she does something to kind of try to either piss him off or, or, you know, try to make him jealous. So she marries her first husband, which, um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't remember his name, but she, she, there's a lot of names. There's a lot of movies. And, and unfortunately I can't recognize them by these, the names in here. I, um, I forgot she even had a first husband first. She does. She marries a young, she marries a young boy right before he goes off to war to the civil war and, dies. and, and he, dies. Dies. he dies. Yeah, Absolutely. And then after he dies, she gets upset because there's this big dance going on and she wants to dance. But as a widow, that's not prim and proper. 
So she's uh, also she's not. Also, she's supposed to be grieving, but she doesn't. She didn't even really like the guy. So how? That's, why is she supposed to grieve for this poor, for this like man? He did. She didn't even love. This this girl's kind of a hi, hi there. <laughs> so yeah, but she gets and and in comes Brett Butler. So she she tries to throw herself <laughs> on Ashley. Tell Ashley she's in love with him. He brushes her off. She gets mad and throws something at a uh, at the wall. And Rhett Butler happens to be lying on the couch there. Or back then There's they the probably called already? it a Gavin part. <laughs> that that yeah. One... <laughs> yeah, he jumped up. There's, um, the wolf. This this guy is easily my most favorite character in the entire movie. Yeah, right. I know Butler, he is a he main character. So I'm definitely gonna have to choose someone else, but yeah, he's he is my he is my favorite character in this. Yeah, no, Rhett was a very uh, entertaining character at times, and I think the reason why it works is because Rhett Rhett sees her for what she is. So let's just Uh, be frank here: Scarlet is not a good person. Hello. Yeah, cut off for a second there. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, but like, cut off. Well, let's be completely honest here. Scarlet is not a very good person. She's, she's not. Yeah, not. She, she's 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 stubborn. Unhinged. She's kind of a, and she's very damaged, which we'll get into that later. Um, yeah. Grandma Darla is, did defend her a lot, saying like she's misunderstood. She she's she's misunderstood. Yes, but. She, doesn't mean she isn't not damaged. <laughs> I understood sorry. her completely. She loved a guy. She loved another guy. And Rhett loved her. I will say I, Rhett did love her because Rhett saw her. What? I said I will say that Rhett definitely loved her. He saw her for all of her bad and still loved her. Um, He was the one person that saw her for what she was. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, what she was was kind of messed up. But yeah, she, but yeah, he he's, he can choose to love her, if, even if, especially he if like he sees the bad in her. But she, uh, but he tells her that, uh, and she tells him, "I will never love you, Rhett Butler. I will never say those words. I will never say it. I love you." So the, the, right off the bat, she's telling him, "I will never say those words." Now, she says this words. is the South, so this is probably considered okay back then, but uh, she, he's 33 and she's 16 at this time. But uh, like I said, that back then, that was probably okay. It's not today. That's weird. Yeah. But back then, they had different... That different legally yeah. it was okay, but I I don't think it was legally it's okay for like a for like a thirty five year old to marry an eighteen year old, but it doesn't mean it's exactly okay. I'm sorry, but not sorry. That is um well, that is way too big of an age gap. Well, anyways, my point is that uh. You know, he, it was, there was an age gap, definitely. Oh. So, 
Anyways, so she marries this guy, and then he dies. And, um, geez, my computer is acting up. Here we go. Um, Oh, you just got it, man. Yeah. What have you been putting your computers through, man? Podcasting, that's it. It's like like that scene from Run and Stimpy. Call the police. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that that's such a dark joke from that show. It seems so weird and lighthearted at first, but man, it's like you got any rubber walrus protector? <laughs> what are oh my you God. talking about? Do you have you not watched Run and Simpy? It's been a while, but I don't remember that. Anyways, Gone with the Wind. Uh, so, <laughs> hi. Boy, you're such a fluffy boy. Anyways, um, I love you. <laughs> Great content. Anyways, yep. amazing content. Yeah, I'm I'm calling up my cat, and you're screwing with your computer. This is this is how this is this is the life. Also, there's flowers behind me, which. I guess goes great with the whole theme we've got with like Mother's Day and all that. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even notice that at first though. So her second, uh, so then we go through the entire Civil War. She, at one point, she helps with nursing, which I found very odd because based on her character, I would not as- expect that from her at all. But you know, in the those times, she probably didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> Right, that, and you can, I'm pretty sure you can tell she wasn't exactly all that happy with the situation. No, she get, freaks out seeing all the dead bodies and runs off. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> which, in, in fairness, I, I get it. Thomas, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Thomas, why why are you doing this to the poor ball? <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to podcast here. Why are you, are you trying to get my attention? I think he's trying to get my attention. <laughs> Um, so she goes back, doesn't want to do that anymore. And then her, one thing Ashley asked her to do is to take care of, um, his wife, her sister and the baby. She, she finds out that she's pregnant. So then she, uh, her, his, uh, her sister is having a baby and she goes and tries to find a doctor doctor is dealing with literally a bunch of thousands of, of dead Southern soldiers. And he's like, I don't have time to deal with a baby. <laughs> and so she has to help. She has to go do uh help her have the baby by herself, which she does succeed. I will say one thing about Scarlet. There are times now she's not a likable character. I don't think so. There are times when you respect and like her. This is one of those times. She gains the strength to do certain things, and she does go through hell. I will say that. It's not, but she's very whiny at times, but she goes through hell. I mean, she's a southern girl. She loses her house. She loses her family, a lot of her family because of the war. This war that at the beginning she's like, 
I don't care about no war. <laughs> it wasn't very civil, that's for sure. <laughs> Ow. Um, so, so Rhett ends up helping her escape with the uh, with her sister and the baby, and and uh, Prissy, which was her. Uh, her slave. <laughs> yeah. She she's a plantation owner in the South. She has slaves. Um, they. Oh yeah, that that reminds me. This, I mean, Scarlet slaps people all the time. Like I, I counted. Oh yeah, she slapped four a lot times. Of people. She, she she like she's like slap. She's slappy. She's slap happy. She did like to slap people. She gets upset and she'd slap people. Yeah. That is true. You know, we call those. We call those bitch slaps, and we we, we don't we don't like we don't like those where we we don't like people like that around here. We don't take well, this kindly. She escapes uh, Georgia and goes back to her plantation, and with the help of Brett for part of it, uh, there was a really cool scene, and I did I have heard that the scene where she's riding in horse and buggy uh, with uh, Rhett and the baby and all that. That was before she was casted in the movie. So all that was done with stunt people. And what they did is they actually burned out a bunch of old sets. I know one of the sets was King Kong set. Um, they burned down the uh, like wall that was in King Kong. Well, that's neat. And they literally burned it all down. All of that was real fire. They just literally took, did that scene while everything was burning. Um, but she makes it back to plantation and finds out that they destroyed a bunch of it. Um, her home's mostly okay. Uh, but her mom dies. And then her dad pretty much loses his marbles and thinks his mom that her mom is still alive or her his husband's still alive or his wife is still alive. My bad. Um, and then they have no food uh, because everything was taken by the Yankees, or the Northerners, and. Then we get at the very end of the first half, we get the iconic scene, which I did not realize was from this movie. I did not realize it. I recognize the scene from many different movies, cartoons that have mimicked it, parodied it, everything. Um, as God is my witness. I will never go hungry again. I will lie, cheat, kill, steal. But I will never go hungry again. Um, like I said, I did not realize that came from this movie. I've heard versions of that in many different cinema. I did not know it came from Gone with the Wind. It was a cool scene. Um, I, that that's one thing that I'm I'm glad about watching this movie is is seeing things that are from the originals that I didn't realize was from the what what was the original. You know what I mean? Right. So that was cool. Um, so then the second part happens. 
And right away, she kills someone. Uh, uh, a northerner, a deserter, comes in and uh, pretty much is giving off very either thief or rapey vibes. And she straight up has a, he doesn't realize she has a gun and she shoots him in the face. What you got in the other hand there, girly girl? He was, it was a a pretty graphic scene for a movie that didn't have, even though this movie takes place during the war, it wasn't very graphic. They had dead bodies everywhere, but they didn't. Yeah. They had a bunch of dead bodies everywhere, but they didn't really show a lot of gore to it. Right. Just dead so, bodies lying. And side note, we watched this like a day or two after we we got done watching uh, Cocaine Bear for the first time. And somebody got <laughs> shot in the head kind of like in the similar fashion by this uh, park ranger. It's like, it's, uh, yeah. it's all pretty graphic. And it, you know, it's fun. It's yeah, but I expected stuff. that from uh, Cocaine Bear. I did not expect it from this movie. Right. I mean, I um, expected. I. It, it was. It felt kind of expected in the in the moment. Like you, like you see this guy, like I don't know, um, getting up really predatorily. Um, like, oh no no no, no 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 no! And then this girl, like you see that there's a gun in her other hand. She's like, no no. I'm not saying I didn't expect her to shoot him. That I expected. I didn't expect it to be as graphic as it was. You can sh- you can have shooting in a movie and not actually show anything. They do it all the time. There's all kinds of movies that are that where they shoot someone and they just they show it off screen or you hear it. You don't actually see it. They actually, if you look at if you watched close enough, you literally see the man's. <laughs> head explode pretty much that's what i mean um there's a difference in violence there's a difference between pg-13 violence and pg or r-rated violence this was full-on r-rated violence which was surprising well i mean he also got kind of what he want he wanted to bang someone somebody banged him oh geez (laughs) anyways so her sister sees him her do this and I felt like this is where her sister and her bond a lot more. Because her sister's like, oh, I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you did it. Let's get rid of him. So they get rid of the body. And it's funny, she's dragging him away and she's like, well, I guess I killed a man. Don't need to be thinking about that right now. I'll think about that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got real, um, oh, that's future Yami's problem. So then these these uh, dick neighbors who they constantly call white trash in the movie, which I did not realize was a phrase that was used that far back. I thought white trash would be something that's more current times, maybe 80s, right. 70s. But no, they're calling these people white trash. Um, well, they, they're working with the Yankees and the, the Northerners, and apparently the Northerners have... Uh, um, raised the taxes and they raised it to $300, which was a lot back in the 1930s. Um, so 
she I mean, ends up. I mean, this movie, this movie did take place like in the 1860s. Keep in mind, so it was a lot more. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. This took place during the Civil War, so 300 was a really a lot movie, a lot of money. Um, so, so she ends up finding a guy who is, um, in love with her sister. <laughs> And he is just started his own business and it's going very well. She has a bunch of lumber and he doesn't know what he's doing with it. So she essentially lies about how her sister feels about him and marries him. She once again does this strategically because she wants his money. So they get married and she starts a new lumber yard in Georgia. And you can just tell that she just doesn't care. There is a scene where uh, you find out that the they're using uh, uh, prisoners for slave labor. Essentially, they replaced um, all the slaves they had with prisoners to do the work, and they treat them worse. And um, her husband's like, "Well, I don't, I don't feel right about this. I don't feel." I don't feel right about using these these men um, the way they treat them. She's like, well, you didn't have a problem when they were. Uh, how does she describe them? The darkies. <laughs> and he's like, well, or, or when we had slaves at the plantation and she, he's like, well, that's different. Uh, essentially, I think he was trying to say that well, we treated them better than what these people are treated. But she didn't care because they were cheap labor. He wanted to hire them, hire some people. Um, and then something happens. She goes out, oh, out, and she gets attacked by this guy. And um, uh, one of the one of her former slaves saves her. Um, and uh. Then they go out to attack the or go after the people that attacked her, and her husband uh, her husband ends up getting killed in that raid, and then these northerners are searching for her husband and Ashley. So there she loses her second husband. Then eventually she marries Rhett Butler, who is always showing up. By the way. And always calling her out on her bullshit. Like his mustache. <laughs> but she realizes that Rhett Butler is loaded. He's rich. So that's when she finally decides to marry him. She still doesn't tell him he loves her. Or he, she loves him. And she also tells him that, you know, that... Well, yeah, she's a gold digger. <laughs> yeah, she, she flat out tells him that, too. I'm only doing this because I need your money. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'm fine, fine with this. <laughs> now she does have feelings for Rhett Butler. She just refuses to admit it. She she and he knows that she's in love with Ashley. And their whole marriage in the second half is all about him him constantly seeing her and finding out about her throwing herself on Ashley all the time. And, uh, so this results in a night 
where he hears that she was holding Ashley and was seen by everyone. And then he tells her she has to go buy, go to this uh, party for her sister. And uh, then he leaves her. He's like, no, you're going by yourself. Nobody mentions it. Her sister just ignores what she's heard. I think her sister's known the whole time that she's in love with Ashley. She just trusted her husband not to do anything. Apparently. Or didn't care. I don't know. I don't know which. But she comes back from this uh, party. And uh, Rhett's drinking. By drinking, I mean drunk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he starts suggesting that he should kill her. He should smash her head, puts his hands on her head, and I should crush it the way he treats her. And then he picks her up. He's like, tonight, no, you won't be thinking about Ashley. You will forget about Ashley. And he essentially rapes her. I mean, forces himself on her. It was, I don't know how else to say it. This is why I say she's damaged. Because the next day, she has the biggest smile on her face. She loved it. She loved that he forced himself on her. Anyways, they have a child. Uh, They had a child. They have a child. And apparently that night, she gets pregnant again. He leaves with uh, his daughter, their daughter. And then her daughter wants to go back and miss his mom. And he's like, well, she doesn't even care about you. She's a terrible mother. And, but he doesn't tell her daughter that. And they come back and Scarlet is mad. Tells her, tells him that she's pregnant with his other child, new, another child. And he just uh, accuses her of being with someone else. So whose child is it? And uh, she falls. He backs away as she's throwing herself at him. And she falls down the stair and loses the baby. Then their child is riding on a horse and says, I want to jump. And they scream, no, don't do it. She jumps. She falls off the horse. She breaks her neck. And they lose their daughter. This girl goes through a lot of tragedy. Don't get me wrong. She's still not a good person, but she goes through a lot. And then we finally get to the iconic line. Well, no. Then uh, as they're mourning the child, and there was really sad part where Rhett's like, uh, you find out that Rhett doesn't want to bury the their child because their daughter was afraid of the dark and she doesn't want to put her in a grave because she's afraid of the dark and uh heartbreaking really and then then her sister collapses and once her sister dies her sister tells her take care of ashley take care of my child and be kind to Rhett. He truly does love you. And then uh, she goes out. She talks to Ashley. I'm so sorry. 
and she she's kind of throwing herself out again, and then that's when she finally realizes that Ashley doesn't love her, even with his sister de- dead. Ashley's not interested in her, and that's when she realizes, "Oh my gosh, you never loved me. Why did I pine over you for all these years?" So she goes a back funny to feeling. You never loved me to begin with. <laughs> so she goes to Rhett. She goes back to Rhett and then is tells him, I realize now that I love you. And he's like, because Rhett's mad and he's like, oh, now you can have Ashley. Now, now nothing's stopping you. She's like, I don't want Ashley anymore. I realize that I love you. And that's when we get the iconic line. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And the movie ends with her realizing she's in love with Rhett and vowing to find him again and get back with him. That was Gone with the Wind. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was um, it was a roller coaster ride. It was. It was in, a long, in a way, yeah. It was a long movie. It was yeah. hard to. I I was hard to break all that down without missing stuff because there was a lot of important scenes. Um, Now this, this podcast is already like covered over an hour. So basically like watching a four hour movie and then like, Hey, listen to the, another hour of us talking about that. (laughs) So first thing I want to bring up is the uh, differences between the book. I looked up some differences and so one of my biggest gripes about the, one of the weird things about this movie is how they romanticize slavery. I don't know how, how else to say it other than, you know, all these people have slaves and it seems like they get along with their slaves and that there was no mistreatment or anything like that. It's a very um, if positive. You count, like, if you don't count Scarlet smacking that one that one slave really hard mistreatment. Okay, true, but I, Scarlet, yeah, I guess sla- to be to be fair, but she Scarlet slaps, slaps everyone, so it wasn't really. I don't think that was necessarily a. I'm not saying it was. This good. hand ain't racist. This hand smacks everybody. No, 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 no. no I'm not <laughs> saying. I'm not even saying that. But the way they portrayed that scene was that Prissy was getting very. Uh, um, was getting like hysterical, I guess. And it was like the slap was to calm her down. It wasn't necessarily a, I'm beating you down because you're black slap. You know what I mean? It was, but Scarlet slapped everyone. So, I mean, I didn't even see that as being super. Um, so there are better ways to um, bring somebody you to like, I didn't say it was the right to, thing to, to do. I'm, I'm not saying it's the right thing to I'm do. I'm just but saying you should. I'm just saying this girl's really slap happy. I'm saying according to the movie, that wasn't being portrayed as her treating slaves badly. That's not what that scene was meant to portray. Right. Um. There was nothing else. There was no. You know. There was. It was all very. It was like the South had a very, you know, good relationship with all their slaves. And so that was always kind of a, that was kind of a weird thing. 
which it's 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 gone through some protests and stuff now and there's disclaimer on it now if you watch it like on a or at least they used to have it on a streaming service and there was a warning at the front like this is you know an old-fashioned portrayal so but anyways but in the book it's different in the book the romanticizing of the slavery is not nearly as prominent romanticized um, it's not as romanticized uh for one thing the kkk is present in the book and unless they Hot make the shower. K- unless they make the kkk just seem to be just like some really strong you know just a, a, a loving of white people and not a hate group which i mean i guess that's possible but um that's I mean, they that's, are lovers of white people that is what they, they are do yeah. love white people but it's a hate group uh yeah <laughs> but anyways so the kkk is prominent in the book and i guess uh her second husband was a member of the kkk and in the book when that person attacks scarlet on the road in the movie he's white in the book he was a black man so when and this makes a lot more sense in that scene because when uh her husband and ashley go after the people that attacked her it's because they were black people and they thought that the northerners were not going to uh take care of the situation proper in their eyes so they decided to take matters in their own hand as kkk members that reminds me because the slaughter all the Go ahead. Um, that reminds me. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but there are there are some people out there who thinks that Yankee is the Y word that's up there with the N word for some reason. There there are people who actually think Yankee is like a racial slur for white people. I don't know right. why. Here here's the thing. It may be a slur, but considering and considering they're willing to say Yankee to explain that, and you still use the N word to explain the other one, one of those words is worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. This <laughs> is there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people who seem to really want to like have this uh thing with like, okay, this word has to there has to be like an N word for white people because. Otherwise, I can't suffer as much as they suffer, and they their suffering gives them privileges, so I need suffering. It's, it's, the, it's oh that really weird mentality. Yeah, it's a dumb a lot mentality. Of Anyways. It, it is a very dumb mentality. The other big difference from the book is Scarlet is a lot less misunderstood. Because in the book, you read the book and you read her thoughts. So all these facial expressions, because one thing I'll say about this movie is she has, her facial expressions are fantastic. She goes from beautiful smile to I'm going to murder you in like 2.5 seconds flat. Um, It's like on the dime. (laughs) But in the book, you really hear her thoughts and she has some ugly thoughts. She's much more of a terrible person in the book. And she's already i think a terrible person in this movie so 
So that's pretty much the differences that I noticed that I, re- I read about. Um, hey, buddy. Do you want to give this a rating, son? Uh, I was af- I was afraid. I was afraid because, yeah, yeah, this movie wasn't really made recently because so so we've got like we've so there's not as many standards. I gotta I gotta remember how did I rate. Snow White, because I know like that movie has some issues that you know, if made if made today, then it wouldn't really be. How yeah. how did I rate Snow White? I don't. Was remember. it like a six? I feel like it, it was our first Disney film. Six. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I've got a uh, I've got a document. I rated a four point five. So yeah, I'd although I'm definitely. A, you feel like I rate movies a lot differently now than at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I think I'm... Okay. This movie is a classic, but I'm not going to rate it based on that. Instead, I'm going to rate it like based on what it wants to be and if it's good, stuff like that. Like Today's standards, I don't think this movie would be good. But like back then... Yeah, this I'm I'm going to give it a 5.5. So I feel like I have to give it two two different ratings. One rating would be my personal enjoyment of this movie and one rating would be how good I think the movie is. Yeah, the first one I'm just, my personal enjoyment I'm trying to like avoid giving that that kind of rating because like Romantic comedies are not my thing, so I can't be judging it. This isn't even a com- comedy, though. <laughs> this is just a romance. I don't know. The, the, the must- mustachioed red guys. Red. <laughs> At times, but that doesn't make it a comedy. Um, right, right. My personal enjoyment, this is probably a 4 4.5. I did enjoy some of the Civil War stuff, and the acting was really good. And if I go by how just based on what I, if I wasn't, if I was a fan of this genre and I was judging this more, um, less personal, I would say it's about a 7.5 or eight. It is a good movie. I recognize it's a good movie. My just personal enjoyment of it is a little lower because I just, this isn't my type of movie and it was really long. So you, you, you add, this isn't my type of movie with, it's really long. It really kind of lowers my opinion of it because it's just, it's, it's like being forced to watch. I mean, you're forced to watch something you don't want to (laughs) watch. I I wasn't forced. We chose to do this, but repetitive at times. Oh no. I I think the scenes are good. The, the acting is good. I think the scenery is great. I, I recognize it as a good movie. I just, this wasn't my movie. This wasn't my type of movie. That's what I'll say. Um, so I don't know if there is a Rotten Tomatoes of this, but do you want to guess what you think the Rotten Tomatoes is? Uh, based on based on like everything I know about like really old movies, I I'm willing to bet that it's pretty high up there. Um, I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess ninety six for uh, critics. And um, eighty-eight for audience. I'm gonna go ninety-two 
with critics. 72 with audience. All right. I feel like there's a lot of people this is not their movie. But maybe they didn't... Maybe they didn't, aren't the critics that did it. So let's see what this says. Oh. Uh, the critics gave it a 90%. Okay, so you were closer on that one. And audience gave it a 92%. But I was closer on that one. All right. All right. So what I think we're going to do, I say we just... Uh, this episode's long enough. I don't think we need to send a mantra tonight for this yeah, one. Yeah, I kind of agree on that. So one. what we're going to do is I have a interview. Actually, first off, we're going to show off one moment. I am going to show you. We're going to show off the, the videos that um, I took of my mom's collection. So my mom has a a Gone with the Wind collection, a lot of Gone with the Wind stuff. So we're going to watch that here on the podcast. And uh, I'm going to show those, and then I'm going to end it with the... Uh, we're going to end it with the uh, interview that we did with my mom about what she, what her opinions of this movie are. So, real quickly, go ahead and plug your pluggables. I am Cryokinartist on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, and kind of Twitter. Kind also of Twitter? T- also TikTok. I'm also Snowshine Gaming on YouTube. That is my gaming channel. Peace. <laughs> and I am Dragon Blazer Productions on the Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTubes, uh, and the uh, TikToks. Or no, not the yeah, the TikToks. And I am Dragon Blazer Pro on the Twitters. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Enjoy the interview with my mom and his grandma. And I'll feed us in. I'll feed us in. <laughs> okay, peace. I already said peace. What are you talking about? All right. And now we have my mother on here to tell us her thoughts. On Gone with the Wind, why is this your favorite movie? This became my favorite movie when I was very young. Um, my dad and my uncle Eugene, they went to see it in 1939. My dad hated it. My uncle Eugene loved it and made me want to see it. So I finally seen it. I think I was maybe 13 or 14 when I finally seen it. And I just fell in love with the movie. I just loved it. Dad hated it every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's four hours long of hating. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad would have been probably ten years old when the movie came out, 
and my uncle would have been 11. Uh, but I, I can't imagine being ten, you said 10 or 13 and loving this movie. Yeah, my dad was born in 29, so he would have been 10. Movie came out in 1939, so he would have been 10 when it came out. And he just, he hated it. Oh, I meant, I meant not only him, but I meant you. Like, I don't understand why a child would like this movie. I love the movie for the the storyline, the romance, the beautiful dresses. I mean, I just, that was one thing I wanted my wedding dress to be, like a Gone with the Wind dress, and it kind of was my second wedding. Okay, I can understand a young girl liking the dresses. Dresses the dress, are gorgeous. The dresses are beautiful. Uh, the scenery, I would also argue, is pretty, uh, very nice to see. Um, but the story, and I don't know if I'd call this a romance. <laughs> it's a special type of romance. <laughs> She's mean, very misunderstood. I just, I've always loved Scarlet, and of course was in love with Rhett. Couldn't stand Ashley. Didn't understand why she would want this wimpy guy. I don't understand why she loved Ashley either. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. I don't, I don't think they ever do a good job of explaining why she loves Ashley so much. That that part confused me a lot. I didn't think that he was deserving of her obsession. No, not what, at all. That's what he was. He was an obsession. She he really, was. She really likes um, guys who are into incest. I guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, we can't be king shaming. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, he married his cousin, but it's not like it's a first cousin or anything, and it's sure, something sure, they just okay. did back then. Or in Kentucky. I think <laughs> I think her love of Ashley is the fact that cuz she this woman is damaged. <laughs> There's no getting around it. Scarlett O'Hare is a damaged woman. And I think her love for Ashley is because she doesn't have Ashley. Ashley is not the, is like the, one of the only men not throwing himself on her. True. And. Because she was the belle of the ball. Every man loved her. They all just loved her beauty, her charm. You know, I don't know. And, and, and I think that's what it is. is she wants, and, and look at, uh, until the end, the one time she actually, every time she seems to enjoy Rhett is when he's rejecting her. This is this is a problem with this woman. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, Rhett literally forces himself on her, and he she's happy about it. Yes, because he dad. was able to give her what. She needed the love that she actually needed or the attention that she actually needed, let's say, in the sack. <laughs> because like Rhett says, um, she first married a boy, then she married an old man. He was the right age and a man who knew how to take care of women. Yeah, I think I think it's more of a, a, a damage thing. She just did not want someone who actually wanted her. Men loved her. She didn't love them back. But she falls for the guys that don't love her. Or Rhett. The one, who does love her. The but. one guy that doesn't really love her. That admires her. 
and knows she's beautiful, but he's in love with his wife, Melody. Right. Exactly. And then she, she just didn't get that why he loved her. And Rhett just, Rhett would call her out on her bullshit. Right. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what Rhett did. Rhett, Rhett called her out on her bullshit. He did love her. Yes, he but did. He also did not hide, <laughs> didn't try to pretend like she's a decent person. Right. He saw her flaws and he loved her for the flaws. And I, I mean, I'll commend him for that. But. I don't know. It was it was a for me. It's a weird movie, and and I I guess I get the the, the dress situation because I mean the dresses were beautiful. Oh, they were gorgeous. The scenery is beautiful on a lot of it. I would have preferred more Civil War. <laughs> I like, to me, that's the boring part. But see, that's the, <laughs> when all the men are dying, and you know that's just you know a part that because it's a period piece. They have to put that stuff in it, just like with with the slaves. I mean, it's a period piece. That was what was done back in there. That's why a lot of people don't like this movie because they think it's a racist movie, but they need to see it as the movie, what it's written of as a romance, because it actually is a romance. I would argue that it's less about showing slaves. It's more about... Almost every time they show a slave, they seem to be happy about their situation, and that's that's probably the 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 most. Um, I don't want to say offensive because I don't know if I consider that offensive, but the fact that every slave in this movie seems to be happy to be a slave, and I, I imagine that wasn't what it was like back then. So I'm sure not all slaves were treated right. But not all not, slaves were treated wrong. And I understand But that. they were still slaves. I understand that part. I, I think it's a... a rom- but it's not a movie about that. It's just a fact as it's a period piece. And so far, that is what, you know, the the Southern Bells, what, that's just how it was back then. I guess, I guess my point is, is not so much that I'm just saying it, it's it's a little bit of a romanticized version of it. I'm sure. It's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> it's it's a movie. And it's not a movie about the slaves, even though Mammy, like, steals the show. I mean, she's awesome. Oh, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of the... I will say one thing. The acting in this was very, very good. That's why it won there's so lot, many awards. There's a lot of uh, movies back in the day that have some really weird stuff getting romanticized. To be honest, right, and, and I think that's the biggest issue. Like, I haven't looked deep dive into it. I want to. I I didn't. I've never watched the movie until just now, so I haven't looked. Like, I knew that there was slavery in it. I knew there was depictions of slavery, so I knew that was part of it. But you know, after watching it, you know they don't really show the slaves being. Beaten. They don't, I mean, it's not. This isn't twelve years a slave. Because that's the movie's not about that. The movie is about the romance between Scarlett and Rhett Butler. I still don't. I still think that's a romanticized version of that. Too. It is. I mean, it's a rough. It's a rough love story, but it's it is a love story. Uh, I was I was surprised to see the the guy who got shot in the head. I. 
I wasn't expecting that kind of graphic violence from this. Even though I knew this was about the Civil War, but I also knew this was made in 1939. Right. And I knew it was like an award-winning picture. And like back then, you did not, you did not, a lot of times that kind of violence just wasn't shown. And it wasn't a lot, but that surprised me. Not that I have an issue with graphic violence, but I was surprised to see it in this movie. That 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 scene did kind of sh- shock me. Yeah, then, I mean, it was one scene, though. I mean, and then the poor child. <laughs> I I, I she fell yeah. and died like her dad did, or her know. well, her grandpa, I guess, did. Scarlet's dad. Scarlet's dad. Yeah. yeah. I. And I, I knew it was coming as soon as she. They were like so scared about her doing that jump. I'm like. Yep. There's no way this doesn't end with that child either being dead or paralyzed. And I'm like, I don't remember. I didn't know. And I didn't know a lot about this movie. So it really felt kind of random to me that the whole moment with like the kid on the horse. Like, why? Well, they had well, to the, keep pushing them apart. Yeah. That, that's what it was. Is The daughter was the only thing that, you know, kind of kept them a marriage. Uh, and that's how Rhett felt, you know, as long as Bonnie Blue was still there, you know, they had a marriage. They well, could they could try to get past things and make it work. That's what kept Rhett there. Because, right. Because Scarlett was willing to stay there for the long haul because he had money. <laughs> I mean, she, she doesn't even hide that. The smile she has about saying, oh, and now we're rich. And I believe she literally says almost just that. Oh, I'm rich now, and she just has this big grin. And I, I, the one thing I, that I, I give this woman is the way she changes expressions. She can have the most beautiful smile. She has a very beautiful smile. Yep. And then she just all oh, the 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 dreaded hate <laughs> that she just quickly switches over to. It's like a robot. <laughs> She's an amazing actress. She really was. I love Vivian Lee. No, there was no. Well, I've never seen anything with Vivian. Actually, there's there's not one actor in this movie I've seen more than just this movie. I have. I don't think I've seen anything with Clark Gable in oh. it. I don't know any other movie with Clark Gable, Vivian Lee. Those are the only two I actually know. I, well, um, it was brought to my attention that uh, um, old, old Superman was in there. Uh, Tim, can you help me out here? George Reeves. George Reeves. I, I forgot his name. George Reeves was in it um, as a simp. <laughs> he, he was one of the many people that was in love with Scarlett O'Hare. He was one of the twin boys in the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they died in the war because... Uh, you, yeah, he was one, war, one of them died. Yeah. A lot of people died in the war. That is what happens in war. Yeah. That does happen, but yeah, that, that, those were the scenes that I, because once so this movie is almost two parts. There's the first half, and the the that's whole why you have the half, intermission. That's why you have the intermission because it's almost <laughs> a four hour movie. It was like three hours and forty two minutes, I believe. I looked it up. Um, the first half was essentially takes place from the beginning to the end of the Civil War. I don't believe they had any part of the Civil War in the second half. A little bit. Not much. I didn't think that was the, like the aftermath. Though. Yeah, the aftermath of the war. But there was still a little bit of the war there. 
Oh no, no, no! It was it was completely because it was a, a refugee. It was the Yankees had taken over and everything, and and that's the, that was the guy, the deserter that she shot, and that was right at the beginning of the first, uh, the second half, and it was it was right when the the war was over, pretty much. Well, it was more you heard the war was still going on, and you heard about when it was over in the second half. Yeah, but the, the, all the war Because the dad the comes in and he's like, it's it's over, it's over. So the first half is pretty much about four hour, or four years. Because um, it takes place when the Civil War was a four-year war. And it takes place from the beginning to the end. And then the second half goes through decades, actually. I mean, they have a kid. They're, they're, I mean, how long do you think that was after the Civil well, War? Well, their daughter happened? wasn't that old, so. No, but she was, you know. She was like six, maybe. I would say seven. like ten, oh, maybe yeah, ten years ten. after the war. Maybe. Uh, do you think she got with uh, Rhett that quickly? Because she, she did have a whole other marriage before Rhett. Yeah, but Ken, Mr. Half. Kennedy didn't last very long. Oh, that's true. And her first husband, he didn't last very long. No, they didn't last long at all. (laughs) They were married maybe a week, and then he went off to war and got killed, so. Yeah, Scarlet was a death sentence. (laughs) Yeah. In fairness, I'm trying to remember what she did, because she went there, uh, went to a location and got attacked. She went to check the workers at the lumber yard, and... Remember, they hired, like, prisoners. Yeah. So, they attacked her, and so then her husband and Ashley and uh, a couple of, Dr. Mead, and they went to go take care of where that was happening. That's right. That's what it was. Because she was all about using, which I find it, (laughs) that was one of the uh, interesting scenes about it. Is uh, the guy was telling her that, you know, oh, I, I don't feel right using these prisoners, but he had slaves, and then he was like, oh, but that was different. Well. I mean, I get, I don't know how that was different. You know, because on his plantation, they, they didn't treat them poorly and fed them and... And these prisoners were underfed and beaten. Okay, I guess. And I'm sure they was on his plantation in real life, if it was real life, but this was his story. Right. He he was not happy about it. And she didn't care. (laughs) She just wanted cheap labor. She wanted cheap labor. Uh, She was not a good person. (laughs) She's misunderstood. Otherwise known as not a good person. No, she's, she's just misunderstood. <laughs> just like, you know, Clark thought that she didn't ask for him after she lost the baby, and she did, and, you know, after he came back, and, you know, she was misunderstood. Well, I guess we didn't see that, because they didn't really show much of her after they lost, after she lost the baby. Well, she was... Crying for Rhett, but nobody heard her crying for Rhett. Oh yeah, they did show. A yeah, because Mammy went over to bed. her, and she's like, "Did you call for somebody?" And she's like, "Oh, it just it it it's no use. It's no use." Yeah, she was she was 
Okay, the nicest I, I'm going to give her is damaged. <laughs> she is a damaged woman. Misunderstood. <laughs> That's my word. That's your She's word. not a damaged woman. She's a strong woman. She's a very strong woman. She knows how to use her charm, her personality. You know, she knows when to get tough. She knows when to, you know, put on the tears. Either way, she... Oh, no, she used tears as a weapon. That's oh, yeah. That's she used that as to get what she wanted. Either way, she feels like both the protagonist and the antagonist at the same time. Oh, well. Kind of. So, yeah, it's... I would say that. She was... It was It was weird having her... She was a very flawed person to be the main character. This definitely wasn't your hero's journey. <laughs> it's closer to a villain's journey. <laughs> Misunderstood. <laughs> Misunderstood. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad I finally watched it, I guess. I don't think I'll ever want to watch it again. Oh. It was... I can't tell you how many times I've actually seen it. I would like to know what you think is the most... How many times do you think you've seen this movie? I I really don't know. Probably 50. Maybe more. <laughs> How many times have you seen it, Tim? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I haven't always watched the whole thing. I did go to the movie theater, finally, to go see it. That was amazing, to see it on a big screen. But it also, when I see it on the big screen, because there's little things that I know about behind the scenes. Like I was telling you, the scene where they have... You know, all the soldiers laying, you know, and it's like every third soldier is like really a a doll and they like the person next to them moves their arms and legs. And when you've seen it on the big screen, you can actually kind of see that a little bit. Yeah, I know it was kind of I get that because I I remember I got to see gremlins on the big screen and uh they were doing a special showing of Gremlins, and I got to go see it. And uh, it was cool to see it on the big screen because I was well, Gremlins came out in 1984, so I was two. And uh, I'm guessing you didn't take me to see Gremlins at 1984 no. at two years old. <laughs> but it was real cool getting to see it on the big screen because um, I never got to. So. That's always fun is getting to see the movies you loved. Yeah. That you probably were too young to see or were I mean, this movie was not even out when in any of our lifetime. No. So, no. So there was no chance of seeing this one in the theater. Not for me. Or us. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. And you got to understand, when my dad went to see that, they would show a newsreel. Before that. So, it was even longer. Because, yeah, they would, like, your news, like you'd have on TV, they would show that, like, the weekly news or something. Oh, they would show that. probably. What's that? It was like their trailers yeah. back then. Yeah, they would show newsreels. Plus, how long was the intermission? I want to say a half hour. Fifteen is all I heard. Fifteen? Back then? See, I, I thought it was a little longer, but I was thinking it was about a half hour, but maybe it was only 15, but I think it was more like a half hour. And another cool thing about seeing this movie is we got to see, we got to see scenes that are in the zeitgeist 
where they were scenes that I've seen other movies um, do a version of it, a parody of it, or like a cartoon making fun of it, or something like that. There was a couple scenes, one in particular I remember, that was, uh, that I've heard in other movies, but I never, and that was the scene where at the very end of the, the first half, she's yelling at the, the yeah. sky and God is my witness. I will lie, cheat, kill. I will <laughs> never go hungry again. Yeah. I've seen that in so many movies. And one of our favorite skits that we just watched, uh, Carol Burnett does a scene that's like, what was it called? It wasn't called Gone with the Wind, but so, you know, it was, it was a scene from Gone with the Wind on the Carol Burnett show. And she comes down with a curtain rod in the dress that she's wearing this green dress. And they, they say, they make a comment about the dress and she's like, oh, it's just something I seen in the window. <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's a brilliant, uh, I mean, it's a brilliant little skit that they do on the Carol Burnett show. Yeah. No, I, I, I knew that scene because I've seen it in many different versions and many different movies. I knew it was from a famous movie from the past. I just wasn't aware that it was from this movie. And I would have never guessed it was from this movie because it doesn't seem like a scene, not to sound sexist or anything like that, it doesn't seem like a scene, uh, a, 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 a curse that would would be from a woman. Especially back then. So. Well, that's why it was such a strong scene. Because, I mean, she was just your southern belle. Didn't have to do anything for herself. No. Including getting herself dressed. She had her mammy would get herself dressed. Right. I mean, and so then she ended up going through the Civil War. Had to help, Ma or help Melanie give birth to her baby. Had to go through that, go through the war, come back to Tara, deal with her mom died, you know, had to shoot a soldier, you know. She was at the point where she was starving. They had no food. They had no anything. What? You know, they had a shell of a house and a cow, and that was all they had. And that's when she finds the carrot, and she says that, how... That's where she becomes strong. It's where she becomes the tough woman. Is like basically during the during the war when yeah. she becomes tough and then does whatever she has to do to survive. Correct. Yeah, it was just it was a cool scene, and they did a silhouette, and uh, they they use silhouette very very well in this movie. Uh, a lot of scenes where there's like a light backdrop and then just shadowed person. Um, they did that a few times and, and that was one of them where she's like cursing about, uh, you know, cursing that she's never going to be hungry again and everything. And, and it was, a, it was a silhouette. It was a, it was a darkened shadow and all yep. you see is the shadow of her, but, and, and it was a beautiful backdrop. Uh, I, I was, I, I'd definitely give, if nothing else, this movie had beautiful scenes. Well, it was. I mean, it would have been the very first movie to come out in color. 
but Wizard of Oz showed up just a few months before that. Born that Wizard of Oz. Yeah, well, so <laughs> Gone with the Wind, I think, premiered, I want to say, in November. I could be wrong, but I believe it showed up in November, and Wizard of Oz came out, I want to say, maybe August? So I'm guessing this was, when you say that, you mean the, the second live action in color, because... Snow White came out before. Yeah, there was cartoons, things like that. But the actual movie, Technicolor movie, because my dad remembers going to see Wizard of Oz and how amazing that was to see it in black and white and then it just opens the door and there's color. So that was the very first movie to come out that wasn't black and white. Yeah, that's a movie I've seen many times. And that one, of course, that one amazed my dad because, like I said, it was black and white and then turned into color. And he talked about that movie several times through his life. Yeah, didn't he say that a lot of people like... People would leave the theater and wanted their money back. This is bullcrap. Because it was advertised in color and it starts out in black and white. So people got mad thinking, you know, they lied. Right. So they left. They would leave the movie. Yeah, I've heard, I, I think I think I remember Granddaddy telling us that. Yeah. But yeah, it was a an, an interesting movie. I'll go with interesting because it was more. And they had all kinds of issues making this movie. How many times? How many different directors they went through? And uh, this one wanted this one, and this one changed things. So the movie. Change directors, and I, I want—I don't know about writers so much, but I mean the 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 movie *Gone with the Wind*, of course, is based off of a book. Uh, now, have you ever read the book? I've not. I own the book. Oh, okay. I have never read the book because I'm not one to really sit down and start I mean, reading a book. I just—I'd rather see a movie. I'm kind of curious uh, how different it is. Um, I know it is different in some ways, um, but it was. A bestseller. So... I believe I read that the book came out in 1933, 36 maybe. Yeah, not sure what year the book came out, but it was a bestseller. For a movie to go from book to movie that quick back then, that's that's quick. Yeah. So it had to have been a bestseller. Yeah, it was a bestseller and she finally agreed to, to let it become a movie. Because the movie was kind of, if I recall, when I've heard this, the story was kind of, sort of her story. Um, the one that wrote it, it was kind of love story part, was kind of like a, a story like she had kind of went through. So she was I've, damaged too? Misunderstood, maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah, misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, she didn't go through the Civil War and all that, but... I think it is based partly on experiences that she had had. And I could be wrong there, but I thought that's what I've heard. And, uh, besides, I, I don't even, you've already answered this question. I was going to ask you what, who your favorite character is besides Scarlet or Rhett, but you've already said it was the Mammy. Oh, I love Mammy, but no, no, Scarlet's my favorite. I said besides Rhett or Scarlet. Oh, well, yeah, Mammy. It's no fun picking the main characters because everybody picks the main characters. Well, I mean, like side Rhett Butler was just gorgeous. So 
yeah, I mean, he's very handsome. And then Scarlett was just beautiful and all of her dresses. I loved her dresses and stuff. And like I said, she was just misunderstood. She wanted love, but she just thought she wanted love through Ashley. And really, she had love. Yeah, she's she's something. <laughs> she did what she, she was, had to do to get by. It was It was a weird journey because... There was parts of this movie where I, I, I really kind of hated her for most of it, and then there was parts where I was like, "Okay, she's a good, not good care, good person," but like, there was parts where I started to like her a little bit more, and then she would go back to the wine, the crying, and using the crying for the weapon. I had an issue with, but. But then she, you know, she just gets like the steely-eyed look when that 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 Yankee was there, and she just shoots him in the face. Then she did what she had to do. Oh, and they did. And she even well, said, "Well, I guess right I, away. I guess I killed someone, or I murdered. I guess I did that." I'll worry about that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like that was the scene where. You really start, like, you start seeing her sister appreciate her more. Melody. Melody. Her sister never appreciated her. Her youngest sister did. But her older sister hated her. Why? Why? I know that, but I'm talking about the one that... Not her older sister. The older... to Ashley, Melody. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I felt that connection... Between the two, and well, I guess it all started with her helping her with the baby. Once she helped her with the baby, and that's when I felt like that's where. And I believe, I think Melanie is not naive enough to not know what how Scarlet feels about Ashley. I'm sure she did. She had to. I don't think she. I but I think she came to recognize that even though she loved her husband that she was still there for her protecting her and that's one thing you can say about Scarlett she defended her a lot it protected her from the, the Yankee which I guess she was protecting herself as well helped her with the baby I mean she did a lot trying to get that baby I mean I don't know if I could handle that <laughs> if I was put in her position so I mean and I think, I think she got a love and respect for Scarlet despite all that. Yep. Like I said, she was just a a Southern belle, just a belle of the ball kind of thing, and she turned into a strong woman. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say about your movie? Say so everybody should watch it. Saver, do you have any questions for your grandma? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> What's no. not necessarily mean? It means no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we actually talked way longer than I expected here. Not that that's a problem, but we talked for 32 minutes. Well, it was a four-hour movie. That's fair. A lot to say. That's, that's fair. All right. Well, um, I love you, and this will be out on Mother's Day, and happy Mother's Day. Thank you. I love you, too. Love you, too, Xavier. Love you.
once again. Please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts of where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.